Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Dig Podcast which stands for devotionals, inspirations and the guides. Welcome to the fourth episode of season three as we continue our discussion on submission, submission to the Lord. I am excited to see how today will unfold and also hopeful that the discussion will be of benefit to you. So we have been talking about the heart and I really want to continue this discussion on the heart today but in a in a more indirect manner. But before we do so, let us pray. Father, I give you thanks right now. I thank you for your provision and your goodness and your opportunities. Lord, I honor you. I honor your name. I honor you, the spiritual living God. I honor the Son. I honor you, O Lord. And I pray that at this time, Lord, that you will, mighty God, be the speaker in me, that you will speak to your people, yourself, in Jesus' name, amen. So we'll be looking at the book of Matthew chapter 4. We'll be also be looking at Matthew 19 and probably Mark 10. But Matthew 19 and Mark 10 says the same thing. But for some reason, I like how they put it. You know, it's the same story, different versions of it. There are some things that Matthew heard that Mark didn't. <laughs> Or, you know, they just choose to write it in a different way. But let's look at Matthew chapter 4, and then we're going to read Matthew chapter 19, and then I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. So Matthew 4, we'll be reading from verse 18 down to verse 22. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net in the sea, for they were fishers, fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And straightway they left their nets and followed him. Verse 21, And going on from thence, he saw two brethren, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. And he called them. John Sorry, and he called them, verse 22, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. Now, we're going to be reading a story that is opposite to that right now. And so in, in Matthew 19 and the verse 16, this one is a bit longer, but I will do it in parts. So it says, Behold, one came and said unto him, Good master. What good thing should I do that I may have eternal life? And he saith unto him, Why callest thou, thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. But if thou wilt enter into, it, into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, Which? And Jesus said, Thou shalt do, shall do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and mother, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth. 
up which lack I yet. Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. Look at the response. But when the poor, when sorry, when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter through the eye of a needle. Sorry. It is easier for a camel, camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. I'm going to look back. I'm going to look at a piece of Mark. 10 is the same thing, but there's something that I want to highlight from the chapter in relation to what Jesus said to them. And chapter 10, verse 24, and the disciples were astonished at this word, at his words. So this is continuing from where I stopped in St. Matthew 19. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answereth again and saith unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And uh, last week, I spoke a lot about willingness. I spoke a lot about willingness. And though I did not highlight it separately from the word and the prayer, I was emphasizing on being willing a lot. And that's what we'll be talking about today. And my question to you is, how willing are you to forsake the treasures of your heart for the treasures of God. How willing are you to forsake the treasures of your heart for the treasures of God? Now, when you look at Matthew 4, you will observe that these young men responded to the call immediately. Jesus said to them, come, and I will make you fishers of men. Now, they did not know Jesus at all, but they gave up all that they had to follow him. Now, this other man, or young man, asked the question, you know, how can I really and truly inherit this eternal life? And when Jesus told him what he had to give up, the young man said, went away sorrowful because he trusted in the treasures of the things that he has. And that's where his heart was surrounded. Now, the scripture did not make reference to whether or not he returned and how he felt afterwards. But you can see the difference between the 
people in Matthew 4 versus the ones in Matthew 19. And so there, there was willingness with the disciples when they saw Jesus and Jesus said to them, come and I will make you fishers of men versus those who, um, versus the young man in chapter 19 that asked Jesus what to do. And when Jesus told him what he had to give up, he became sorrowful. Now, my question to you again is how willing are you to forsake the treasures of your heart to, to really and truly grab a hold onto the things of the Lord? And so, We'll be spending some time discussing willingness because in order for us to really and truly be submissive to God, we must be willing. Not one, two, but willing. And there's a difference because, you know, not everything that you do willingly means that you necessarily want to do it all the time, but you're, you're willing to do it. If, if you understand the difference in what I'm saying. And so we, we want to possess a heart of willingness, a heart that is willing to submit, a heart that is willing to forsake our own desires so that we will pursue the desires and the things of God. And we will not respond like the young man did, becoming sorrowful and, and, and thinking really, you know, sell all that I have. But sometimes that's what it takes to submit that God's ta God takes away everything that you have, everything that you have, so that he can be glorified. Because submission comes with a level of dependence on God that you can never ever say that it, it was you who did this or you who did that or, or, or whatever the case may be. But there is complete dependence on the God and what he does and what he requires that we must be willing to give up of some of the things that we are doing that the places that we're going the you know the clothes that we're wearing perhaps the food that we're eating the things that we are watching we must be willing to give up some characteristics that God is saying I want to get these things out of you we must be willing to go through the process to, to, to really and truly rid ourselves of the things that the Lord wants us to be away from and also to build the characteristics, the things that the world wants us to exhibit. It, we must be willing because everything is a process. You know, and sometimes we pray for some things and we say, Lord, I want this, I want that. Please do this, please do that. Not recognizing that we're calling on ourselves some challenges that will cause us to build the things that we're asking for or to be prepared for the things that we're asking for through the process. But how willing are we to endure? How willing are you to endure the processes that God wants to take you through in order for him to be glorified? How willing are you to submit to what God wants you to do? How willing are you to do probably like what Abraham did when God says, forsake your mother, your father, your household, and come and follow me. And Abraham took all he had and he went and he followed God. How willing are you? Are you willing to forsake your mother and your father your friends, your family, how willing are you? And, and that's what I want you to really and truly think about because I want at the end of the day, you reach a place where you're actually willing. 
I, I observe now that our priorities are out of I don't even know how to describe it, but our priorities are not where they should be. And so you find that there, there is a lot of challenge in terms of doing the things of God because we get, become so caught up with making money. We become so caught up with greed. We become so caught up with the job. We become so caught up with school and educating ourselves. And, and nothing is wrong with all of those things. We need it to survive. But at the same time, what if God pull you away from the things that you're pursuing now to do something completely different? Are you willing to submit? You know, is your heart at a place of willingness to do that? No, I, I tell myself this, you know, if I knew that when I when I left the bank, it would have been my last time working in the corporate world. I would not have left. You know, I probably would have endured it a little bit more. I don't know if I could have survived it, but I probably would have endured it. But at the same time, I would have I would have to leave if God says so. And and it's not an easy walk when you are stepping away from some sense of security into insecurity, and and that's what. That's what submission does to you. It pulls you away from everything that is secure. That's the truth. It pulls you away from every single thing that is secure to a place of insecurity, meaning that your complete dependence and your security is only on God and God alone. But how willing are you to step out of a comfort zone, to step out of a place of security, to step away from the things that you consider your livelihood, to step away from the things that you say you love? How willing are you to step away from that relationship? The relationship that you have been in that the you know the Lord said, well, this is not my will, but you love the person. You have been with the person for a while. You, you see your wife or your husband in that person. But the Lord is saying, step away. How willing are you? You know, you love the job. You want to elevate in that job. But Lord is saying, no, come, come. I, I don't want you in that job. I want you somewhere else. As a matter of fact, I don't even want you to work. I want you to be at home. I want you to go into full-time ministry. I want you to start your own business. You know, how willing are you to step away out of that secure space? Where is your heart in this place? Is your heart willing to really and truly step away from a secure place to being completely dependent on God? Because though them, the, the fishermen probably did not have much, when God called them, they forsook a lot. They, they forsake a lot of things when God called them, they did. You know, they, 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 forsake, they forsake the livelihood, they forsake probably the family that they were supporting through that livelihood to follow a man that they did not know. They don't know what I'm going to do, but there was a call that they understood that they were willing to take up, though they knew the, the, the challenge that will come with it, though they knew what they had to give up. Now, in economics, there is a term called opportunity cost. So what, what it means is that it, it's pretty much how much you are willing to give up. What, what level of satisfaction are you willing to give up to get more of something else? So, you know, sometimes they'll use like two different goods to describe it. So let's say you have banana chips and planting chips and you want to get more banana chips, right? But you know, how much planting chips are you willing to give up 
to get more of that banana chips. Think about it. You know, and it's something that you really have to think about. So any amount of plantain chips that you're willing to give up to get more of that banana chips would be your opportunity cost. Now, think about it now in terms of a job. You know, are you willing to give up a secure income to submit to God? Are you willing to give up a relationship to submit to God? Are you willing to, you know, give up your comfort zone and your, your location to submit to God? And I want us to really and truly consider our level of willingness. Is it subjected to just the things that we really and truly desire? Or are we willing, even in a place of discomfort and discouragement and disappointment, to really and truly say, hear what God, I will follow you. Are you willing to forsake the love of your heart, the things that so captivate your attention and your desire to really and truly say, Lord, I will follow you. I don't know where you're taking me. I don't understand the road. The road don't even look like it is possible. We can't understand it. There, God, I can't even see the end part of this road. But Lord, I will follow you. You don't understand it. You don't get it. It don't make sense. People around you are probably even questioning the decision that you have made. But are you willing to say, Lord, I will follow you. Lord, I will follow you. Lord, I will follow you. Are you willing to, to, to do that, to say that, Lord, wherever you lead my heart, I will follow you. The disciples immediately left what they were doing. Perhaps they were preparing to go to the, going to sea to catch some fish. They were mending their nets in preparation for another time to catch some fish. But they, but they, they got a call that they probably didn't even answer, understand. But they made a decision, even though it was immediate, that I will follow God. And I want you to make that decision as well in, in your heart because 95 of the time we do not want to do what God wants us to do. And that's okay. But we, if we're willing, if we're willing and obedient, we will be able to be submissive to God. Where is your heart? Do you have a willing heart? Do you? Do you have a willing heart? Are you willing to sell the position that you have tried so hard to build so that you can survive, so that you can be comfortable, so that your family can be comfortable? Are, are you willing to sell all of those possessions? If God says so, to follow God. Or would you say, well, it's not the spirit of the Lord talking. God will never say that. Are you willing? Are you willing to completely forsake any single thing that the Lord would want you to? Are you willing to forsake the treasures of your heart? 
Because the treasures of the heart are the things that you value the most. The treasures of your heart are the things that you grab a hold to. The treasures of your heart are the things that you embrace, the things that you love, the things that you fellowship with. Those are the treasures of your heart. But are you willing to forsake the treasures of your heart to pursue, to follow God? To follow God even if you don't understand it. To follow God even if you don't see it. To follow God even when it don't make sense. To follow God if nobody else is with you. Just you alone. Just you alone. Are you willing to forsake and to follow God? Are you willing to follow God even when you don't feel him? Even when you don't think he's there? Even when he's telling you to do complete opposite from the thing that is piercing you, are you willing to follow God? You know, I, as I speak to you now, I remember something. I wanted to, you know, take a break a little bit for about four months. You know, just take a break. And during that period, someone said to me, you know, whenever you want to take a break, I'll take care of it. And, and I tell you, I was at a place of complete desperation where I just want a break. I was desperate to take a break and to hear that I'm like, wow, this is nice. And I have been searching and searching and searching, but nothing could happen. And I remember in that moment, the Lord said, you can't leave now. And, and I'm like, really, God, I want to take a break. And, and here is this offer. No. I, I could have taken the offer and I could have traveled or I could have gone anywhere that I want to, but the Lord said, I can't leave now. You know, and, and, and I was willing to forsake how I was feeling and, and the things that I desire at that time to submit to God. Was it easy? No. For, for time after time, I have been searching, hoping that, you know, the intention would be changed and what God wants would be changed, but it didn't. And so I have discovered in that the beauty of submission and, and the end result and the aim and what God wants or desire to be accomplished through the process that I know I'm grateful that I submitted and, and I want to bring something to your attention from the very same text. And, and the disciples, when they were so astonished, they, they, they questioned the Lord and they said, Lord, then who, shall, who then shall be saved? And, and God and Jesus, sorry, response to, it, to them at the time was, you know, it is impossible with man, but with God it is possible. And, and Peter responded because he looked upon it and he said, but God... We leave all that way we have to follow you. Verse 27, not verse 27, verse 28 of Mark 10. He says, then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that hath left house or brethren or sister or father or mother or wife or children or land for my sake and my gospel. But he shall receive an hundredfold now. In this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution and in the world to come everlasting life. But many 
that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. I won't focus on what you will get so much in depth because that will be a part of the discussion further down. But I want you to know that when we forsake the things that God wants us to forsake to follow him, he rewards us in this life and also in the next. And I can tell you this, that though I you know, saw the opportunity very attractive, um, I am grateful that I stayed because I, I gained so much more in staying than I would have gained if I had left. And so are you willing to forsake the treasures of your heart to follow the things of God, to pursue the things of God, to grab a hold of the things of God? Are you willing to follow God? And I want you to really and truly think about that. Are you willing to forsake to follow God? And so where is your heart? What are the things that your, your, your heart is storing up treasures on that it might hinder you from saying, Lord, I follow you. And I want you to think about it. And I want you to talk to God about it. And I want you to, as he, as he, as he bring you through the process, that you allow yourself to go through the process so that God himself can transform your heart to a place where you become willing to follow him not easy but when you're willing it, it, it's it's possible and so are you willing to forsake the treasures of your heart to follow to pursue to, to embrace the things of God Lord I thank you right now Lord help me to follow you in complete obedience help me Lord to forsake the things Almighty God, that I want to pursue for you. Lord, I pray that every listener, Almighty God, will be encouraged. And I pray that, Lord, that as they think and as they reflect and, and, and make a decision whether or not they're willing, that, Lord, they, that they will become willing. And I pray, Lord, that you will equip them and strengthen them, that they will be able to make that decision, to stand firm on that decision, that, Lord, that to say that, Lord, I will follow you. Lord Almighty, that they will say, Lord, I will forsake this for you. They will say, Lord, I will give up this for you. There is no opportunity cost that will surpass God Almighty, your presence. There's no opportunity cost. There's no cost, Almighty God, of anything that we can give up because everything around us, they're just done. But Lord Almighty God, just like Paul, we can say, all these things, God Almighty God, were gained to me. We count it but all but loss for the excellency of Christ, for the power, God, that we may know you and the power of your resurrection. And so, God, Almighty, I pray that we will become willing, that we become willing to forsake, that we become willing, God Almighty, to put aside the things that we think we will gain for your presence, God, that so that we may gain you, O Lord Almighty. Help us, Lord, to have a spirit of obedience that the disciples, that Lord, when they immediately heard your call, they answered, Almighty God, not knowing, mighty God, the end result or what would have happened based on their decision, but God Almighty, they followed you to the end. And so, God Almighty, Almighty, I pray that, Lord, you will help us to develop, God Almighty, that attitude, that heart, that we will be willing, Almighty God, to forsake, to put aside, so that, Lord, you will be pleased. So, Lord, I pray for your people. Lord, many are struggling. It's not that they don't want to submit. It's not that they don't want to do your will, but they're struggling. But God, I pray that you will give them a willing heart. 
that even when they don't understand that their heart will be willing to trust the God that they Almighty God are assured will take care of them even though they don't understand what he's telling them Lord, I pray that, Lord, that you will give them a willing heart to stand firm in God, that you will give them a willing heart to be obedient. Lord Almighty God, let these episodes, dear Lord, bring transformation in the lives of your people, that, Lord, that they will pursue submission and that not just pursue, but they will walk in submission and say, Lord, I will follow you. Lord, I will follow you. So God, I commit them into your hands and I ask God that you will bless and keep them and cause your face to shine upon them. Give them your peace that passes all understanding and sustain them in this time and in this season as they continue along this journey, oh Lord. And so God, have your own way and let your will be done in this time and in this season, in this place. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Are you willing to forsake the treasures of your heart? To please God. To follow God. To see God. To do whatever God wants you to do. Are you willing? Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Please share as you are led And if you haven't subscribed, you can do so on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. And until we meet again.